Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right, everyone, welcome. This is episode number 152 of The Flow Show. I am joined by the legend, Sky Wee, in they're, they're in Asia. Is it? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys are in Singapore and Billy of Almighty, both of you gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. Are you guys in Singapore currently, or, or where are you located, Scott? Oh, Baze is in Singapore. Sky is also in Singapore, but uh, okay. who knows where you go in the future, right? Sky, you want to move out of Singapore soon, right? Yeah, so... First of all, tell me a little bit about Singapore because I've never been. I have friends that have gone. I've heard beautiful things. What is is it like living in in Singapore, Sky? Tell me a little bit about um, the overall sort of feeling and and vibe of of Singapore. I just said you want to move, but how is it? Uh, Singapore is a safe country, green country. So mm, the place is considering very, very nice for tourists. And of course, uh, the reason why I want to move because... I want to give my family a better life. So moving to other countries might be uh, better for them for retirement. Yeah. Because Singapore yeah. lifestyle is hectic, very stressful. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Well, uh, those that don't know you, maybe give a little bit of an introduction on yourself because I have become very familiar with you. You have a massive following across different platforms. You stream mobile legends uh, and, and you know, you, you are a professional gamer, video game creator. And if, you know, those might not be familiar with how that works, what it is. Could you maybe explain a little bit? You stream on Facebook, now more so Twitch on my side, and, and, and in poker, that's like the, the go-to platform. But, you know, tell me a little bit about your journey, your career, and mm. what you do as a streamer. All right. Okay. Anyway, so you guys can call me Skyree. So uh, I've been streaming in my Facebook page, Skyree, for almost two to three years. So uh, recently, I ventured into TikTok too. So I've been doing TikTok videos. Doing pretty well, uh, 100 plus K, 130K followers in TikTok. So nice. basically, my TikTok is more into doing highlights and etc. So, talking about my main career, which is on the Facebook side. So, I started streaming before, start, before I started streaming, I've been playing pro. So, that means I've been going for competitive scene, I've been challenging in tournament, etc. So, but then uh, for that, lifestyle is a bit, uh, how do I say? There's a limit to it. That means to say, you only earn from tournaments. So that means to say, if you win tournament, of course you get massive income or you get good income. But if unfortunately, if the meta change, etc., you may be not in the meta, then you may be outdated. Then there's a risk on getting retrenched. Um, may not be able to win tournaments, so you may not be able to get income. So that's why from there, when I started off tournament, uh, pro, I thought of like I should find something that can do for long term. So after getting tournament and after getting more fame in terms of uh, playing the game, because I've been getting top global in certain heroes previously back then, it's called uh, it's the, the hero is called uh, Zilong, uh, Zilong. Uh, how do I say in Ch- Chinese? Uh, English is called like Zhao Ying. It's called it's Zilong, a, so it's Z-I-L-O-N-G. But, so it's, right. it's, it's a character that has that's has, that has quite strong back then. So I think Skyrim right. is famous for that. Right. Yeah. So I have a lot of crowds, a lot of fans over Indonesia and Philippines and Myanmar too, just by playing the heroes. So from there, uh, I started to get more fame on YouTube side. So I started to earn my money, my income revenue from uploading videos on YouTube. And then afterwards, uh, my friend told me, hey, how about you trying to go streaming? Because streaming is still a very new thing. And I was like, hey, you can earn money from streaming? He said, yeah, you just need to stream, clock the hours, hit the target, and then you can get per month salary. I was like, hey, that's pretty cool, yeah? So I started to venture into small companies that do streaming. But then uh, unfortunately, that journey wasn't good because some companies, they do not have money to pay streamers, etc. And some companies closed out too. So afterwards, uh, thankfully, uh, Facebook gaming started to uh, rise. So started, uh, so they started to get more uh, streamers on board to their platform. So I was the first few batch uh, of Facebook gaming. So fortunately, to be able to stream there and given a contract over there and able to, yeah, earn from it. I mean, yeah, make a living from there. And and how yeah, but it wasn't easy though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to add on to what Sky was saying, right? If you don't mind. 
But I think yeah, to, to clarify, right, actually, there was this point when uh, of his career where he was streaming for a few companies. And I think the biggest problem was that esports was still too small in Southeast Asia. So, uh, you know, some companies could not pay or some companies failed to deliver on the promise. And, and I guess he had to eventually jump into Facebook. Yeah. So that's a bit of context for everybody. Yeah. And, and how, how do you guys know each other exactly? So you're part of Almighty and Billy. How long have you and Sky known each other? Skywe. Gee, that, that's been a while. Um, so well, previously, before okay. before we started Almighty, right? Uh, you know, my, my journey to, to not bore everyone, uh, I started from just uh, an amateur, like an amateur clan, right? Like the kind of clans you start Dota with or like Counter-Strike where, where you just play with a group of friends because PUBG came up, right? PUBG Mobile. So we hopped on in the com- community clan and, and uh, before we knew it, we wanted to take things serious. So that was really end of 2019, right? Somewhere along the lines of like, October, September, October, 2019, uh, we decided like, you know, we have to go into esports. We have to make this a business. And I left my full-time job uh, as, a, as a financial agent. And I came into the scene uh, with really no idea how to, how to navigate the space, right? But, you know, Sky was, was eventually the first talent I signed, not as an esports uh, athlete, right? I do have esports teams back then. It was playing under the moniker of Divinity Esports, right? If you Google that, but... Um, Sky was the first talent we signed, and he was really the best in Singapore. So I'm lucky. But back then, it was not easy for Sky to trust someone else again. Uh, no doubt, I think at the start of knowing Sky, you know, it was really like a bit of negotiation, a bit of like, uh, you know, like what are, what are the benefits, what are the perks, is there any salary? And I, I'm just glad, right, that, that eventually Sky came to a compromise, I came to a compromise, and we started something out. So, so that has been about a year, right, Sky? About a year and a half really working together. Mm. Yeah, truly close to two years. Together. Yeah, close to yeah, two years. Close to two. Very cool. And just to give a little context on how old you guys are, I'm 35. You know, I feel like I'm young, but you guys. Wow, are he doesn't look like 35. He doesn't look yeah. like 35. Oh, <laughs> thank you. There's some gray hair under here. Uh, you know, getting uh, getting older. But um, but yeah. So do you? You're 24. Sky is that right? Sky, and then Billy. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 27 this year. 27. Okay. Yeah. For yeah. gaming though, esports, it is kind of a young, young man sport, right? Like where, where do you, how, uh, for mobile legends is 24 considered older or is that younger or kind of in the middle? Huh? Cause like how, how does like the life, um, cycle of a esports, um, player work? Cause I've heard different things and maybe it's different in Asia. Like where does 24, you know, what stage of your career are you in right now? Sky. Can I call you sky or sky? We, yeah, okay. yeah, let's call me sky. 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 Right. Sky. Okay. So, yeah. what, what 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 part of your career are you in right now? What stage? Mm, I guess I'm I'm in the stage of uh, retirement from the pro scene, but more into the content creation side because pro scene and also content creation is both separating. Because some players that are playing pro, but they are not streaming, they are not doing content, they are not creating contents, so they are just mainly just pro players. So in Southeast Asia, there's a lot of pro players that really make it to the top, but they are not capitalizing on what they have. So they are still just playing pro. Yeah. But uh, my stage of uh, comparing to theirs is very simple. And I feel age-wise for streaming-wise is, uh, there's there's not really an age of, like for streamers, like ideal age. So there's people who are 50s, 40s, even 60, they are streaming also. And wow. people who are even younger than 18, below 18, they are also streaming too. So... The age-wise, it doesn't really matter. But eventually for me, I've been streaming for three years. I feel that, uh, I, be, I mean, I grew up a lot. I mean, I matured a lot in terms of uh, getting to the community. Because eventually, in order for, for me to get to the community is very different from for other countries. Because in Southeast Asia, uh, usually they will speak in their own languages. Like, for example, Indonesia, they usually speak in Bahasa. Philippines, they were speaking in Tagalog, and Myanmar, they were speaking in their own language too. So in order to get them to watch you or engage with you, it would be very different. So sometimes you may need to like uh, know a bit of their greetings, and you may need to uh, get to know about their culture a bit, etc. So in order, to, in order for them to support you or for them to watch you or follow you. So it's a very different kind of context. I think, Sky, what you're talking about is also the fact that different age groups to connect with different kind of audience. So I think mm. at 24, Sky being still very young, uh, makes him a lot easier to connect, more energy, right? Honestly speaking, when you're 30, you know, you have commitments, like you have family, you have kids, you know, dude, like how do you commit to a proper streaming schedule, right? 
So I, I think Sky is in a beautiful stage of his career. He was mentioning that he has matured a lot in the past two years. I can tell you, Jeff, he has matured a ton. Like a lot is understatement because because back then he was he was a total different beast, right? He was he was at a peak of his career, still riding that peak. Has grown two hundred over percent in the past year thanks to COVID, yeah. right? Uh, RIP to the rest, but um, but yeah, I, I I think I think to shed a bit of light onto what I believe is that there's truly no age that uh, there's no age cap to streaming. But of course, if you're fifty plus, you ought to have a, like a unique selling point, right? Like to be honest, if you aren't able to uh, excite your audiences anymore, your audience have no reason to watch you. Then I guess you would say the twilight of a streamer's career would be about 40, 30 plus 40, right, Sky? Because you would eventually have a lot of expertise, a lot of connections, and once you hit that age, you would then move on to different stages of a career, like handling talents, starting up a company for content creation. So, yeah, that's what I believe. Sky, Sky's in a perfect age of his career. And, and how often are you playing... Uh, live versus online, because you know you go to tournaments and travel around. Like let's say before COVID, is that how? What what percentage of the time is it live streaming versus going to events in person, like online? Mm, okay. Uh, previously talking about competitive wise, uh, before I stream, um, it's very often. It's like perhaps like one month. It's like two to three tournaments. So sometimes, because uh, previously I was in the Indonesia esports, so they also requires me to travel to Indo- Indonesia, just to doing content and also playing tournaments as well. So it's like maybe one month, one or two times traveling overseas. But ever since streaming-wise, uh, it's different. So every every time, I mean, right now, COVID-wise, we don't really get to travel to. Even offline event is also very rare. Uh, I, I have upcoming event on, I think, uh, this, this year, December, is with uh, M3, one of the world championships for Mobile Legends-wise. So they invited me over as the ambassador for Singapore side. So to attend their offline event. So it's very rare for COVID-wise. La. So it's like maybe like, like, once um, in a while. Yeah, yeah, can sure. Can you in the M3? Oh, <laughs> I don't have to ask. You know, you know, Jeff, just a context for you. M3, M is a series of Mobile Legends, right? Three being the season yeah. three, end of the year. We were so close. Our Mobile Legends team yeah, was just right, one so point away from the series to get into the M3. And it was really a sad moment. Oh man, you were just one point away. Wow. Uh, and and can you explain a little bit with Mobile Legends versus League of Legends? Because obviously League of Legends, you know, everyone knows has heard of that. And Mobile Legends, I wasn't as familiar with that. That was it just essentially is it League of Legends on your cell phone? Is that is that the best way to describe it, or what is the difference? Because I, I for me, I seldom play Mobile. I, I oh, yeah, League of Legends. <laughs> the League of Legends, of course, is the original, right? Last time, mobile gaming couldn't really support such high quality games. Right, first was Bane Glory, and of course, that didn't work out. Uh, I would say Mobile Legends is the most successful copy of League of Legends. Right, the same format, the same simplicities, like you know, even the laning stages. You know, it is pretty much an 80 90 percent replica. So of course, ML was under quite a bit of heat from League of Legends. A couple of years back, I think Sky knows about that. Um, but in terms of heroes, that is not too far away. Like they, like let's say for example, if League creates a new a new hero, right? ML Mobile Legends would likely uh, do an adaptation of it, right? Copy 80, 90 percent. Because to be honest, creating a character out of nowhere it is not easy, right? So adapting is always easier. Of course, you just make sure you don't you don't infringe no copyright. <laughs> this is what I believe. Is it, is it, but is it the same company or are they different, completely different? No, it's a, it's different, a different company. company. Um, League of oh, Legends wow. is by Riot and right. um, Mobile Legends is by Moontan. So Moontan is from China. Uh, I think League as well. But, but yeah, it, it's a different company. Different company, yeah. Interesting. And, and what about Twitch? You, I know you're, so you're big on Facebook and you also stream, I guess you, you have the YouTube stuff, but what about, explain the difference on why you have, uh, yeah, why Facebook versus Twitch? Is Twitch, is that, is that a thing? Do you have a Twitch at all? Or do you not, is it not over where you are? Is, is it not so popular or even allowed? Uh, for Southeast Asia-wise, we are, we are more recognized for Facebook site, for streaming, and YouTube-wise. And also one good thing about Facebook site, Facebook gaming, uh, for, for us, we do have a certain, uh, how do I say, contract per year. So we do have a monetization in terms of that. As compared to Twitch, uh, from what I know, is that Twitch usually earns by uh, tipping. So it's very different uh, paying schedule. But I can't touch more on that. 
And talking about the platform wise, for Asia wise, we prefer certain platform. Yeah, that's why Facebook wise and YouTube wise, these two platform is very uh, receiving a uh, receiving yeah. a round It's a consumption pattern. It's a it's a platform yeah. bias. I think it's just Southeast Asia right. being more focused by Facebook and Twitch not really inclined or not really interested in going to the mobile space. Right, Twitch is purely PC. Uh, they, 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 there are streamers in the mobile scene uh, streaming on Twitch, but it's not much focus, right? People just don't really go there for mobile games. So, Right. Makes sense. And wh- uh, what other games or game types do you play? Is it strictly Mobile Legends or what, what, other, what else do you like to play, Sky? We, even if it's just for fun, um, what, what, what do you like to play or, um, other than you're, you're known for Mobile Legends? <laughs> Uh, apart from Mobile Legends, I don't think I take other games too though. Out of my free time, because usually my stream time is equal to play. So out of my free well, time, right? I don't play games. <laughs> it feeds you right. too well. Uh, there's no yeah. reason to play other games at this point. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I can relate to that with poker. I always say, you know, it'd be fun to play video games or do something else. But right, that's that's kind of the reality, right? You're playing a lot. You're, you're, you're immersed in one game. You're very good at one game. And, and uh, you can only do so much. So um, that makes a, ma- a lot of sense. Omaha. You could play um, Omaha. We'll say it again. You could play Omaha Poker. In a way, it's slightly different. It's getting popular, right? Omaha is very popular. I love I love PLL. It's, uh, it's a great it's a great game. Is poker popular where you guys are? Do you play with friends? I mean, is it is it the there's casino? a stigma in, in Asia? There's a stigma. So of course, uh, you know, like like how in Singapore, uh, you have to pay a levy to enter the casino. So of course, of course, we we do have that stereotype, and I guess we don't we don't really support that too much. You don't really see no competitions in Singapore, right? <laughs> right. That's a good point. Yeah, no. And um, as someone told me there's a t- uh, casino in Tokyo, I believe opening in 2028. Did you hear that? Well, it's chatter, I believe. I think nothing is certain anymore and during COVID uh, and how Singapore is attending to this whole crisis. But I, I believe so. I- I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. It may, I mean, I would, I would, uh, I, I'm, I'm shocked that some of these countries don't have it. But I guess right, like you said, there's sort of stigma, negative connotations um, in some of the areas. So, uh, what about esports, Skyweek? Do you think there's anything in particular that bothers you with esports or your particular game? Like, is, if you could change something or something that, like, you know, maybe a perception or I don't know, even just like from from the game overview of the game, like what. What would you change in esports that you aren't in love with? Is there is there something that you would like to see get changed? Wow, that's a very good question. I'm just, I haven't you thought of assistance? anything. You want assistance? Really, you have? I do. I'm here for a reason. I'm your man. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is for Sky's sake, right? Uh, as as a talent like Sky, uh, at the peak of his career, I would I would say he's respectfully the number one in Singapore in terms of following, in terms of successes and achievements. Um, but a lot of brands are still a bit wary, right? Wary of esports, whether it can be a vehicle for marketing, whether it can be used as advertising platforms. So I would appeal, right? Like, like if brands really do want uh, uh, to to advertise on a new form of, of, of media, they should look at esports. I, I think it's it's a chicken and egg situation, right? Like I I think the, the the esports teams aren't doing good enough in terms of branding, and that's also because brands are not willing to jump on board. So. Well, we just hope that the scene is more receptive, even for crypto, even for NFTs, you know, like, like how there's the stigma and a lot of companies, a lot of publishers are, are afraid of adopting these kind of stuff. And they, right. they're just keeping themselves safe. Uh, don't want to be uh, cancelled, right? Current cancel culture is really strong. So yeah, it's just too safe. Esports is a little too safe at this point. For sure. Uh, and how do you stay motivated to keep playing Skyway? Like, what is it that gets you to keep going? You know, do you get bored? Because this is something that happens. Uh, people get burnt out, right? They play a lot. It's a lot of the same game. You know, is it is it something for you that's always a challenge? You're always motivated? Or are there days where you're like, man, I've played, you know, 10 hours yesterday and I don't know. Like, I, do you still love it? Or do you ever find yourself running into this sort of like burnout? Uh, <laughs> uh, previously, I do because I've been playing the games for like 12 hours, 10 hours, etc. But what keeps me motivated, I guess, is more into uh, my fans who've been supporting me because I have fans who like tell me to, oh, go for these top global heroes, for example. So I'll be like, okay, I will, I will show you how. I will prove to you, for example. And also, of course, for my personal wise, which is getting a better life for my parents. 
sort of course this keeps me moving on and fighting hard and of course i believe in consistency too so and also working hard too because working hard and working smart is one of the key for getting far or getting successful yeah very very cool and what about long-term aspirations for you know you're the number one player in Singapore ranked and 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 some in respect of within the game, uh, some other stuff. Do you have other? Do you have aspirations? Like, well, what are you, what are you looking to do in esports? What else do you want to achieve? Uh, for me, my aspiration is more into for my esports because we do have esports already. So I'm hoping and I really hope that my esports can be one of the top esports in terms of different games. Because for our for our esports for CODM, uh, Call of Duty, we are considered one of the Consider the strongest in Singapore right now, yeah. And of course, they are con- they are competing in the World Championship, and we are. I'm hoping that they can get top for that lah. So yeah. that's more into my aspiration wise, which is bring my esports to another level too. Yeah, because there's a cap for myself, and I believe in 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 a team, which is the organization that I'm building off, can be successful. I mean, if they are successful, I'll be successful too. So not only myself. Yeah, that's that's where Sky's maturity is showing, right? Last time, all he wants to do is just to be a talent, right? Just do what he does best and stay there. And I guess he saw the future, right? He saw the fact that, you know what? My streaming career might peak someday. My esports career is pretty much done and dusted, given how often he's streaming instead of playing professionally, because that's a huge difference, right? And, and I guess now he's in this setup. He's, he founded Almighty together with me and our, our uh, esports label, uh, Almighty and, and I mean Almighty is actually under next gen entertainment, right? It's our, our official company where we do all, all our operations on. Uh, but of course we have been acquired by uh, a marketing influencer agency in a huge international company, Gush Club. Exactly. Thank you so much. Right uh, and, right uh, yeah, they are they are major they are, they are, they are our major backing in terms of uh, supporting us not just in Singapore but in, in, in the global uh, stage, right? Because because if you want to find talents, right, you, you want to sign talents, you can't sign talents with just a remote office in Singapore. You do need a setup in different countries to legalize contracts, etc. So, so Gashcloud is in 11 countries, right, internationally, right? Some places to note is the United States, right? Uh, we have in South, South, South Korea, Japan, China, China right? And, and these, these countries are, of course, our highest performers, um, but they have never entered into gaming space yet. So... I think earlier this year, they said, you know what, the wait is over. We cannot wait no more. We need to enter esports and gaming. And so we, we, we are joined together in working uh, Almighty Up. So kudos to, to them to support us. Very cool. And, and what about your parents, Skywee, or your relatives, friends? What do they think about you being a mobile legend superstar? Because, you know, in poker, this is also kind of an unchartered, uncharacteristic, not a normal necessarily job, right? As a lawyer, a doctor, you know, uh, whatever, uh, a bunch of other things. So is this, I would imagine this is a bit out there, right? So what did your, your family and friends think initially? And has that, have that, has that shifted now with your sort of success and notoriety uh, over the years? Huh? Tell me about their feeling about what you do. All right. So before I actually became a streamer and also playing competitive, they, were, they wasn't supporting because they feel like, hey, I should study hard. I get a good job and be the marketplace instead of, being a player or being a streamer, because they, because this, this uh, new, I mean, this career is very new. It's a very relative new in the, the Southeast Asia wise. So a lot of uh, traditional parents they are not really supportive. So uh, afterwards, when I started to earn a bit of money in terms of tournament, and I help out in the family wise, they feel like, hey, you can earn money, yeah. Then they say, okay, you can con- you can continue to do your do do whatever you want as long as you earn money. So that's their thinking. Then afterwards, right now, uh, I've been doing pretty not too. I mean, I'm doing pretty well, so I help out for most of the family stuff, and they were very supportive in terms of what I'm doing. So uh, that's why I've been uh, fighting. I mean, this is what I feel very joyful and very glad uh, for my parents' support. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, right? It's nice to have that instead of have to, you know, be on defense, and and it makes it all the more challenging to have to try to prove them or, uh, you know, fight for what you believe and what you love. So that that's great. And um, tell me a bit about the cryptocurrency situation in general and, and the laws, and you know, not going into too much detail, but this is obviously a very popular thing: cryptocurrency, NFTs, uh, right now. Um, you know, what is the general consensus in, in Singapore? Is the government favorable towards cryptocurrency? Is, is the NFT, is this the words you're hearing 
every day? Is this like very common and popular or is it kind of um, not talked about as much within your, within what you see? We are I think we can change more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are proud to, of course, have a very strong regulating body, right? Singapore, of course, you know, uh, is, is of course uptight, uh, but of course the, the rules and regulations are very well executed. So uh, the, the, the faith in Singapore in terms of cryptocurrency is still strong. Everybody's talking about it. A lot of people are in it. Uh, NFTs, of course, people are jumping right on, uh, granted how, how much of a boom it is, right? Um, I really just took uh, notice of it, I would say, two months ago when I started hearing a lot of cheddar and I saw, like, you know, there's stuff like CryptoPunks, you know, we have stuff like Pet Rocks being sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I'm like, yo, you know, might, might I be able to do one myself? But of course, there's a lot of work in planning, right? Of course, you need to do so much to to get it uh, rolling and uh, right. the amount of effort on the back end, technology, of course, you have to create a metaverse, a storyline. So, I mean, that, that's when uh, Too Crazy NFT, uh, of course, just jumped in, right in uh, to, to, to say, hey, maybe we can sponsor the team. Maybe you can work with the, the, the team's creators, right? And so Sky was, of course, the, the number one highlight. I had to say, you know, I had to tell them, you know, pick Sky up, uh, uh, no doubt, his viewership is not just focused in Singapore, but but uh, it has a lot of exposure out of Singapore. So of course, crypto, um, um, you don't really have too much of a, a head ambassador in Singapore. You don't have that one guy that you know uh, is is super bullish about it. Um, we we are, we are of course very receptive to it. Uh, everybody's doing their due diligence. Um, but NFTs are a whole different ball game. I would say it's not so simple, not so straightforward. And of course, in Gush Cloud, we do have a dedicated team. Uh, NFT experts to access the situation, access the, the value, and of course, evaluate what projects to jump on. So of course, Too Crazy was one that we decided, you know, they have a very good concept, all right? Uh, they do have a, a, a very interesting idea. And of course, everybody has to keep a lookout for Skyrim's collection. Really, really nice work. Uh, they ma managed to gamify uh, NFTs to a level that I feel even at myself, uh, I would support Skyrim purchasing a few. So. It's amazing work. Do we have any pictures here? I don't think so, right? It's not released no, yet. Right? We, we, we don't. I mean, this is technically we're, we're uh, <laughs> unveiling this relationship, this partnership. So it is it is exciting. Um, you know, I've been working with them for a while and I also am a big believer in crypto. I'm a big believer in NFTs. And I think that, you know, being a programmable asset, I think it's just one of those things where it makes a lot of sense to connect with your fans to connect with people, to give them an opportunity to, to kind of have something unique, but also program it and give them, you know, some unique experience exposure to something that they maybe would have no chance generally, right, to get to, to interact with someone like Sky Wee. So, um, you know, Sky, what do you think about uh, NFTs? Obviously, you are interested, right, where, where we've, you're engaged and understand this, but is this something that, uh, that you've been how long have you been aware of NFTs? Is this is this this partnership and, and relationship that you learn about more recently, or have you been uh, in tune with NFTs for some time now? Mm, I don't heard and I mean I don't know and heard about a lot of different NFT. But for me, I pref I mean I prefer in terms of I mean I believe more into like NFT that there's more practical. That means there's more like practical hands-on thing. Like, for example, if I buy the NFT or I buy the collection. I can entitle to something, like entitled to the group, I can have interview with a person, I can meet a person, that's more practical. That's compared functionality, to right? functionality, right? I think yeah. you're talking about functionality and perks that right. follow through, not just a plain NFT right. that, that nobody really has a tangible uh, evaluation of the value. Yeah. For right. sure. And, yeah. uh, and what about, um, was that another thing I was going to say, it was about with your sort of success, um, well, you know, you have millions of followers, like how, how do you plan to kind of evolve from here? Because you're already, you know, you have so much success. Like where, where do you see to go from here? Like, is it something that you want to do more personal content? Is that something that, you know, you think you should, you know, what area do you want to focus to grow and, and expand your reach right now? What, what, what is, what is important to you coming up? Um, Skyway, what, what are you, what are you looking to focus on in the next coming months? You mean for my personal wise or is it for my team? 
Yeah, like, like you know, you, you've, you've reached millions and millions of people. Like, I, I don't know if you get recognized in the street where you are, like in your hometown and stuff. I would imagine, you know, probably, right? There's probably a lot of kids and people that, that like gaming and, and see you. But like, is there, you know, what is like, yeah, what do you plan to do? Do you want to do you want to make a documentary? Do you want to do more YouTube uh, live vlogging? Um, what what are you passionate about, and how do you exp- like to to grow to grow your social presence and your expand? Like, what is a uh, I don't know. I guess I would say, what gets you excited? Is it more streaming? Is it more behind the scenes look at what you're doing? Like, what do you want to do in the, in the in the upcoming? Let's say this uh, the next couple months, right before the end of this year. What is uh, what are you going to focus on? Mm, for me, I'm trying to focus on uh, two areas. One is of course. Uh, my social media, one of my particular social media that I'm actually focusing on right now is actually my TikTok channel. Because TikTok is one of the new thing too. So uh, I managed to get my blue TikTok over in TikTok. So uh, my currently TikTok follower is around 130k. So hoping before this year end can reach to maybe 200k or 200k minimally. So bring forward the upcoming months to go, hoping to get 1 million too in my TikTok channel too. And of course, moving on, of course, uh, I was so focusing on putting out my company-wise and, uh, and, and of course, my esports team-wise as well. Because one of the things that uh, I'm very excited on is more to the teams getting top championship. Because when it's successful, of course, I believe that it will bring me to a greater height too as well. Yeah. I think he's at a point of influence. I think I think he has hit a point where, you know, instead of now just focusing on himself, he focused on the the, the people below him, people under him, right? Help them get to where he is right now. So so he himself managed to bring a few of our talents to of course the same Facebook uh, gaming partnership, right? Of course giving more income back to the talents. Uh, on the second part being a really strong brand ambassador and being their front man, right? Like the poster boy to endorse uh, the label. So that's what he has been doing. And, and, and I think kudos to him last time, telling him to con- to help out uh, is tough because he is always streaming really, really massive hours every month. But now he's bugging me, you know, he's texting me, calling me. It's like, hey, Billy, uh, what do we do to, to grow this uh, company to a bigger, to a much bigger size, right? So, so I think, I think the highlight is Skyby really wants to do business and um, really wants to scale uh, what he owns. Yeah, and I guess Sky, I want to I want to understand you personally in that because, like, for myself, you know, whether it's my podcast and the logo or design, uh, the banners, this and that, like, I'm very hands on. I like to be a part of it and, and help with all that process. Do you find yourself like that? Are you you just kind of stream and and let everything handle itself, or do you go back look at it? Do you make suggestions? Do you come up with thumbnails? Like, you know, h- how involved are you on the back end of all the stuff, the content you do? Okay, so for Facebook-wise, it's not really much of uh, editing hands-on media because it's stream. But for my TikTok-wise, it's more into... Uh, I'll, be, I'll be doing a lot of hands-on too. That means to say, the content-wise that, I've, that I found, that I find for my editor, usually I'll tell them which is a very nice timestamp and what to do, uh, how's the thumbnail like, the caption will be like, etc. So a lot of things is like what what you do too. It means very similar to what you do. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, with the with the partnership, I, I do want to spend a little more time here with the Too Crazy uh, platform. You know, that now that you do have this partnership, like what excites you about being with Too Crazy? What in particular, you know, do you think, because again, the NFTs, I think that so many people are just learning, right? Like I've been in NFTs for a while, CryptoPunks. I'm in a CryptoPunk fund. Like I, it's new to me though. I learn stuff every day. I don't fully understand NFTs. It's it's like no one really does really, right? Like it's brand new. It's like people are trying to figure out how to use them, how to make it work. Like what within being a part of Too Crazy uh, excites you about this part of, you know, uh, being involved more directly and now having your own NFT? What is the most exciting thing for you? It's more to having my own collection. Because it's like my merch. It's like, my collaborator, my collect, how do I pronounce that? Collect, collectives, collectibles, yeah. Collectibles, correct. So I'm really looking forward for my own collection for that. Yeah. Thank you. The, the, the good thing about this collection is that, you know, the regular NFTs have no function. Right? This, this NFT really does have perks. Right? Whenever you, you, you buy this, you, you, you have 
different kind of rarities. You know, there are different things you can do with the cards that you purchase. Like, like in general, the application portion is just so wide. Like, you can you can win all sorts of stuff. Whereas the traditional NFTs, you just buy and just leave it there, wait for the value to grow. And and even if you don't get a really ultra rare item, you don't really get a very good perk with it. These are limited collection items. So like like you you buy it, right? You keep it. Uh, wherever Skyrie goes, uh, any new height that Skyrie hits, right? If he does double up in his viewership, I'm guessing that those NFTs that you buy will also, if not double up in value because this person has grown, right? So these collections are just mini investments and not just plain out donations because once you tip on, so, on, on live streams, you just tip and then that's all, right? You make the person happy, you get a name up, you get a shout out, that's about it. Right, but this, you actually are invested, right? As a viewer, you are invested in the welfare and the growth of the talent, which is Skyrim in this way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a great point. You know, I think that's something with Twitch I'm more familiar with. People pay a monthly subscription. People donate all the time. And it's like, look, I think a lot of the people are really, they're here about, that's part of what NFTs are. It's like supporting the person you respect that you like in a way. It's like, look, if you want to like tip a guy, you know, why not get a card like a T and then actually it could go up in value, right? It actually does have an opportunity. You own something. It's not just a tip. You're getting something. You're, you're showing support for the person that you are engaging with. And it's also cool because the community, you know, listen, I, I love trading cards. I, I collect basketball, baseball cards when I was a kid and that's become very popular now, right? Like this is again, sort of, I don't know if you guys follow this uh, so much, but like the sports cards are very popular and it's like, you know, it, where it's, the world's going digital. It is. It's like, it's, it's a lot easier to hold trade blockchain with, you know, NFTs and send cards and, and, and do all this stuff. Whereas, you know, having the physical cards, if I wanted to send you a card, uh, Michael Jordan, you know, card, it's, it's not easy, right? I have to mail it. It could get lost. It's all this. And now, you know, I think the world's moving digital. So yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunities. And I think that the, the exciting part is from getting to know you, that I know you really are interested in it. Like you said, you want to connect, you want to engage, you want to have it be worthwhile, right? You don't want to just make an NFT, have it sit on the side and, and it's just, you know, not usable or you're not engaging with it. So yeah, I think it's uh, it's very cool, very honored that you are going to be the first, I guess, unleashing of the Too Crazy NFT platform and have your special edition card. Or, uh, what is, um, how active have you been in the design process? I know you, know, you, you kind of were looking at it they send you some mock-ups and designs. Is, is that fun? Has that been interesting for you to kind of help design, guide, and, and get the look and feel of the Too Crazy NFT card? Have you enjoyed that? Yes, definitely. Yeah, you guys forward to. Yeah, there was a couple revisions, right? In the past, there was just, um, um, of course, the draft one, draft two. But I think Sky played a really active role, even saying, you know, like, I, I, I like a particular style. I like a particular uh, design. Um, even the backdrop that you know live stream that, that he's live streaming on, right? He has been using this black backdrop for God knows how long. Uh, I actually Sky, tell us like like what is so special about this background? Because yeah, what is, been what's going on there? Tell, tell me a little bit <laughs> about what what are all the things mentioned on there? Actually, nothing much. Just a bad, just a backdrop <laughs> that my dad designed for me. <laughs> right. Instead of a traditional green screen, right, for live streamers. So, yeah. so there's something interesting. So, so Sky suggested, you know, how about I just use this backdrop, put it in the background of that NFT, uh, make it valuable, right? Because this is really the everyday life of his. Yeah. So amazing work from him. Very cool. No, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I have seen, I own some NFTs. I've dabbled in different little, you know, ones. And, and I was, when they showed me the mock-ups for your NFT, I was, I was really like, damn, this is, I was like, that's cool. Like, I was like, that is, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see how well this does because I think it's, I just think it's really well done and, it, and it's going to be fun. What about, have you, have you helped with some of the, you know, I actually haven't seen the exact, you know, there's different rarities, of course, just there's going to be different values and different things. Or is there any like live hands-on experience? I know it wasn't official yet, right? There was still some like, some stuff that was getting worked out in the final details. Do you know like the grand most rare prize? Is it going to be to go out with you? To dinner? Is it going to become meet you? Do, do you know specifically yet, or is that still in the works? I know there's like five or six different different types of cards and values. So, uh, do you know do you know the grand prize, the grand package yet, or is that still TBD? Skyweed. Literally too crazy, man. Sky, <laughs> take it. Okay. 
We can't talk about it. This this is the unveilable. We're not gonna. We can't give away everything today. All right. Yeah, you can. Up. Sky, yeah. I don't want you to blow. I don't want you to. I don't want you to unveil all everything today. So, but it's amazing, um, though. It is too crazy. Like, like I think it's too crazy for this. Uh, I, I wouldn't even expect this to be in a grand prize. It is way too much. But hey, you know, everybody that buys it has a chance. So check it out. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I hope you guys do get to uh, US, get to Miami and, and hang out. I would love to go to Singapore. I mean, the whole the whole world has kind of, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a wild time the last couple of years. Like you did allude to earlier, Billy, in some respects, beneficial for some, right? And for gaming and for streaming and content and just kind of being focused and organized, obviously, you know, terrible time overall in the world, right? It's just like, it's just been a bizarre, confusing, uh, scary stuff. But like, there are some benefits in some ways, right? There are some positives out of such a negative. So hopefully um, when the, you know, everything kind of gets back to normal, there'll be more travel and I'd love to get over there. I know actually as of right now, I'm supposed to go over to Asia in February, um, February, March for uh, depending, of course, how, how everything shakes out in the world. Um, but yeah, maybe it'd be great to, to meet in person. And I hope you, uh, Sky, we've got to get you to Vegas, man. You're, you're 24 now. You got to, we got to get you to the U.S. Uh, any U.S. plans in the future coming up? Is that on your list? You must. Haven't thought of, but I, I'm looking forward Vegas to it. Vegas is nice. <laughs> Vegas is nice. I've been there twice, but I was underage. So, um, hey, you know, you know, I couldn't go to those casinos. I couldn't go to no interesting shows. Everything was just NC-16. <laughs> right. Well, no, Vegas yeah. the, Vegas is definitely becoming, I think, an eSports kind of hub. They've made some nice, nice. Uh, I don't want to say theaters, but like studios. Um, there, there is some, some, it's definitely, definitely a hub. All right. A couple more questions here. What about advice for players, fans, casters, competitors out there? What, what are some advice, Sky? We have someone said, Hey, like I, I want to start streaming mobile legends. I want to become a, a caster. Cause just like poker, people ask me all the time, like, Oh, how do I start? How do I do it? The things have changed a lot. I started 2003, 2004, right? The game changes, the technology changes, the, the entry barrier to entry is different. You know, what would be your advice to someone, Skywee, who wants to start and, and become a streamer or professional gamer today? My advice is more into, uh, I believe in consistency eventually, because a lot of people, they give up halfway. That means they are about to going to be reaching the point, but they give up halfway. So I feel that if, let's say, you've been trying hard, just continue trying because you never know, you never know when you reach the point. Because if you never try, you will, you will never know too. So for those people who are doing streaming, of course, they have to keep keep on being consistent because one of, that's one of the key. And of course, for pro players, it's more into practice. Like, because practice makes perfect. Because the more you practice, the more you play, of course, the better you can become. Yeah. yeah. Very, so very cool. Very cool. And, and what, do you practice? Like in poker, you know, they're studying and stuff. And I guess in... in, in, in Mobile Legends, it's mostly playing, right? But is there like, is there ways to practice, or are there is there drills you do with your hands or your, you know, I don't know, like it, it, your reflexes? Like, is there stuff that you do to train to, to become, um, you know, to be one of the best? Like, give me give me something, or or I don't know, mind games, like you know, Minecraft. I don't know. Is there anything you do in particular, or do you just play? Is that how you get better? Uh, playing does help you get better, but of course, if you have if you are in a team, esports team wise, there's usually a coach. They were able to help you and guide you better. To so I mean, so you can know what's a mistake and to improve from that. Yeah. And, and tell tell me about a few of these videos. So this video has like over a million views. Was there something particular? Is this like a special special match or game or or why was this one such like a you know you you had a lot of engagement, a big YouTube following, but why this video? What made this one so 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 much like you know one of the one of the more standouts. Okay, uh, for this video-wise, if I'm not wrong, it's more into uh, skins different. That means one of the one of the very popular skins type, like it's called I think it's Legend skin and also KOF skin. So KOF skin is one of the collaboration with Moton. Um, so that skin is pretty popular and it's only for time limited wise. So to put in different teams, I mean different skins type versus each other is a very different kind of experience and different kind of view too. It's like yeah. unboxing, right? Because some people yeah. can't afford to buy it. So instead of, it costs a lot of money. It costs like 200 to 300 US dollars. So like, if you can't buy it, watch your favorite person play it, you know? 
Very yes, cool. that's why it got so big. And and back then, Sky really grew his YouTube page a lot. Like before he went into Facebook, YouTube was his primary. And uh, I guess once he switched over to Facebook, uh, that was his main focus already from then on. <laughs> and and what is the most fun for you, Skyway? What do you like the most to do? Like, of uh, do, do you enjoy the actual? The, do you like the content side more now, or do you enjoy actually playing like uh, a game and, and streaming on Facebook? Is, is that more fun, or do you kind of like the process of, of um, you know, expanding the game? Because uh, you're, you're, I'm sure you're giving a lot of people that have never seen this or, you know, a, a nice hobby or some entertainment. Like, do you, do you enjoy the actual act of playing, or do you kind of like the engagement with the fans and, and, and building the, the brand now? What's more fun to you? Mm, for me, more fun into uh, pushing. I mean, not really pushing. It's more into playing the game and also engagement with uh, fans too. Because uh, a lot of, for example, Mobile Legends come with new heroes. A lot of people have been wondering how to use hero. So for me, because I'm more into specializing uh, SSN and also fighters. So these two heroes usually people they will be very very uh, interested in terms of watching and very interested in watching the progress of me pushing the top level, for example. And of course, getting very good highlights of the certain heroes and, and also gameplay to my data channel as well. So you, my data channel usually recently grew pretty well. I have a video that hits 1.5 million uh, viewership also in terms of my uh, latest uh, video in TikTok too. So that's one of my drivers for, yeah, for streaming and also for pushing. Very cool. And do you, do you get recognized? Like when you go to the grocery store out to dinner, do you get stopped a lot sometimes? Like, do you, I mean, because I'm curious, you know, like in, in poker, in like a certain area, if I'm in a casino or in Vegas, I get people will say hello, right? But like, are you just like in the grocery store getting recognized? I mean, how, like, you know, I know you're a humble guy, you're a nice guy, but be, you know, Billy, why don't you answer for, for Skywee? Is he getting, is he getting stopped for autographs, pictures? Like, well, well give me the real deal. I won't even make you answer Skywee because I don't want to know you right? too. Yeah. In gaming, there are multiple, like, I would say, factions. What do, you, do you call them factions, Sky? Like, of course, different kind of teams have different kind of affiliations. Of course, in Singapore, there are multiple brands, right? Different kinds of esports teams. So um, I would say Sky is slightly different because instead of joining an esports organization, he created one himself. So this guy's a master, right? He decides, you know, why, why join something and grow that something that's not even yours? So he decides to grow this almighty brand. And um, it is still somewhat fresh, right? We started in March. Um, we would expect him to really pop out, uh, I'll say next year, right? Our focus for him is, of course, to grow his pres presence, not just in the countries he's famous in, but more of in Singapore, because uh, his, his biggest following is still in Indonesia and Philippines, right, Sky? Um, so, so we do have to, pop we have to populate his presence in Singapore more. And that's what our company's mandate is, to push him as our number one talent, and uh, if, if back to your question, right, do people recognize him? Yeah, hell, they do, but, but not all the time. Right? We do have like some offline events last time before COVID hit, um, where, let's see, was it before COVID, Sky? Uh, M2, was it before COVID? It was, right? Yeah. Before yeah. Okay, M2. No, it was during COVID, last uh, year. During COVID. M1 is, yeah. uh, M1 is yeah. so, before COVID. So we had an event where Sky attended as a guest, and uh, people were asking me, you know, hey, Billy, uh, can I take pictures with Sky after this? You know, don't let him go off first. Please let me take some pictures of him. So, yeah, he's getting there. He's getting there. Sky, I'll make it happen for you next year, yeah? Make you a star. And you can't even go grocery shopping, right? You have to order delivery to your house. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Fair enough. And and what about uh, attending upcoming events? Is there any, I think you did allude earlier that there's some, and maybe with COVID plans have changed, but you have a scheduled live event that's uh, that's pretty much for sure, or on the on the books as of right now, coming up in the next few months? Mm, yeah, as mentioned, the upcoming Mobile Legends event entry, so they are world, they are world championship wide, so I'll be one of the ambassadors for Singapore side. Mm. And yeah. when, where and when is that? Mm, should be December. Yeah, December. December. December is where all the world tournaments have. Yeah. We, we were supposed to go to the States, like Call of Duty Mobile, we were in the world, we are in the world championships right now. Uh, it's the 11th and 12th December. Unfortunately, thanks to COVID, uh, we, we, we can't travel to a one unified offline event. So now we are playing uh, in two different regions. One is the West, one is the East. But keep a lookout as well, a lot of prize money to be won. Uh, it was initially $2 million, but because we divided it, it split into half. 
uh, you know, that's why esports is so big, right? Because in esports, you can't make so much more money. Last time it wasn't the case, right? Last time it wasn't the case, but now it is insane. Even maybe as much as a poker player. And and what is the '97 in your name? Is that the year you were born? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the year okay. I'm born. <laughs> Make, makes sense. Makes and, sense. And and uh, and what about um, what about the the overall consensus of feeling towards esports and, and streaming? Because like you know, when I grew up was playing video games. Parents telling don't play video games. Blah blah. blah. Now they're giving scholarships for sports. Is the is the is the general mind thinking where you are in the region? Let's just take Singapore. Kind of over there. Is it becoming more like okay, kids are playing video games. Parents aren't like yelling at them or saying you know this is a waste of time. Like are they are they a little more receptive to this or do you feel that that's sort of changing? Mm, actually, in Singapore, wise it's getting very receptive also because even government is going into I mean approving supporting esports right because esports does help in terms of the growth and also it, it does help in terms of the tourism side as well. So actually, for Singapore side, it's very receptive. And also, within Southeast Asia, why is it so very receptive? So even like Philippines side, they even have like, uh, what's it called? Pass for eSports players as well. Like there's a eSports pass. So 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 it's very different. And even... It's like it's, a premium pass, is it? Sort of. Like, so it's like recognized or it's like, how do I say? It's like you are a recognized eSports player. So it's very different. So right now, it's very recognized. Well, yeah, entering the global age, I mean, entering a global uh, golden age, right, of esports. In Singapore as well, a lot of parents are being more receptive. We are, we are hitting this golden age because many, many of our younger generation, the ones that were exposed to gaming, are now becoming parents. So we grew up gaming. We grew up playing games all day long. So I think in the next three to five years, the scene will explode like multiple times, right? Right. It won't just be a double up. It will be on a massive quantum, right? Because even I, if I become a parent, if my kid likes to play games, I'll play my kid. So, so you know, we, we're doing well. And some parents are still negative, but I think it's about to hit a sweet spot. Yeah. Very nice. And, and how, many, how many languages do you speak, Skyway? You speak very good English, by the way. <laughs> Chinese and English. Mandarin, got it. Yeah. Very very nice. And and what about uh what about kids in the future? You're twenty four, you're too young to even ask this question, but would you like to have children one day or not even not even thinking about it? Uh, of course thinking of children one day, but not so early. Yeah. Maybe after a few years out of the road. In a few years. Yeah. Um and and uh overall what is what do you do when you're not playing mobile legends or you know it's you're not playing other games, you were saying, because you play a lot and you, your free time. What do you like to do? Sports, hobbies, do you watch NBA, NFL, soccer, um, you know, golf? What do you, what do you like to do in your free time? Free time more is more into spending time with my family and also more into doing my business-wise, helping out, contributing to my, to my business growth. And of course, um, perhaps watching some dramas. Yeah, those training dramas, like the recent Squid Game. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. I mean, I don't know about whether you guys watch it. I mean, I watched it like wow, it's very true. Have you, Jeff? Have you watched well, Squid, Game? Squid Game? I saw the first episode recently. I heard it was an amazing show, and and I'm looking forward to watching the season. But yeah, it's. I mean, I, obviously, you know, I love games, and uh, <laughs> yeah. the the ultimate. I think this guy know. is living the dream. That's why he doesn't too have too much uh, things on the side because people play games as a hobby, as a way to relieve stress. This man makes it his career. So, so I think he's working it backwards, reversing it back. You know, instead of playing games to relax, I think he's spending time with family, doing work as a as a as a, as, a, as something that's leisure to him. So yeah, for sure. And and what. What about um, in universities there? Are they giving scholarships for gaming? Because this is happening in the U.S. for, for I think, League of Legends we, as well, yeah. I believe. But do, do they give, is there courses now on gaming and, and So I'm actually in, in the uh, Singapore uh, Esports Association as an ex-co member, right, as a board member. So we are, we are technically planning uh, to get into to, to creating certification for this. Not just a standard certificate, but we want to create a diploma. Right, so I think that's the first step. We have done it before, not very receptive, but I think this time when we do launch it end of the year or next year, uh, it will be a hit because I think gaming is so much more than just playing games. It's, it's, it's actually having critical, critical thinking, right? being creative, playing as a team. So like, like I think all these, 
all these good qualities do bring you forward as soft skills. Yeah, so it has to be a diploma. It has to be. For sure. I was going to ask you that as well, Skywee. What, what are some of the, the most uh, everyday uh, attributes that you, you apply? Two questions. I'll ask the first one. What, like, what, do you, what do you learn in real life that you think you've picked up and that's helped you from, from Mobile Legends, from streaming games? Like, what, what skill sets do you think that have really helped you to hone in everyday life? Wow. Let me think about it. What's the question again? So I can post like, that again. Like from, you know, from, from, no, no problem. From, uh, from playing a lot of mobile legends, right? Like to make quick decisions mm-hmm. and having to, to learn and, and winning and losing, right? Like days when it goes well or doesn't. You know, some, some things that you think that because of your experience and dedication to this game, what, has, what have you been able to apply in everyday life uh, for, for yourself from this? Okay, so for me, why is that? Because losing a game sometimes it does affect your mood, or your day, or your, or your, or it affects your anger. So for us, I mean, for me, because I've been playing a lot, so losing is became is becoming very normal for me. So oh, shit. So <laughs> so for <laughs> I mean, not every time I will lose, but there's definitely yeah. some days that you get lose or you get lose streak. So of course you will be affected. But then for me, I apply it into my life in a way that some days might be bad. So of course, I have to be positive about it. So I will think of a way to, I mean, I'll, I will change my mind in terms of instead of having a bad day, I'll make it to a better day. I think your mental so game is strong, right? And you have developed yeah. a sense of patience and endurance so that you don't really get affected by these kind of these kind of things. Mm. For, for Jeff, I don't know if you game a lot, but like for people that play games, Hours on end. Mobile Legends is a game that you can lose a lot at once at one go. You can lose ten games at one go, right? I mean, when that happens to you, you feel like your day has been lost. You feel like you have wasted your hours, and all of a sudden, you have you are now at a point at a way lower rank than you're supposed to be. So, so I think Sky has went beyond that. He is no longer toxic, you know, at all. So I think he's a better man now. <laughs> Very nice. And 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 last question I'll ask you about uh, this is your attributes because you know just like in sports they rank you fifa let's take that's a game i love love soccer you know the speed the accuracy the left foot right foot endurance all this stuff what attributes do you have that you think that you excel at what makes you the best player in singapore for mobile legends or what you know where what to compete at this level what are some things that you do better than most mm, i guess it's more into endurance now. yeah because i have endurance. some friends I have some friends who started off with me almost the same time, but give up halfway. So that's why they went to two other stuff. But if today they were to change that, I mean, they were to think back, they, would, they wouldn't have given up. Because after they know about where am I right now, they're like, ah, I should have given up. I should just continue with you. Then maybe I can be like half of you or more or better than you. So I believe it's, it's more into endurance now, to be able to come to where I am. Very, very cool. And, and and Billy, what do you think is Skywee's best attribute? You know, if someone looked at him so endurance, he says, what do you believe? Is it, you know, is it maybe his hand-eye coordination or his his relentlessness, like his, yeah, I guess endurance, like you could call that as well, right? Just willingness to keep going. What, what for you do you think maybe is his best, best attribute? It's consistency. Uh, consistency uh, that you know without fail he doesn't miss his dreams right? he's committed to this job he's committed to doing more and of course like I mentioned his maturity that he, he really doesn't stay at where he's supposed to he he works double as hard and although he might not know and be equipped with the skill sets to move further right he tries his best and so that's why we're here right? if he gave up halfway he would never have had an esports organization that's capable of hitting the world stage uh, I mean I mean, of course, with everything hard work prevails, but um, the good thing is that he does have the skills as well to play the game. So really competent guy. I think he just needs more exposure, and this is the kind of exposure he needs. So really happy that, you know, we're on this podcast. Sky can, can speak up, you know, and, and be more confident about himself because I think he should be proud of himself of what he has created for, for his career. Yeah. Very, very cool. Listen, guys, this has uh, been very informative. I, myself... 
Uh, I'm definitely going to be picking up some of the two crazy launch, hopefully getting a rare one. I hope uh, I can win a package or come see you guys in Singapore or wherever it might be and whatever the, the, the grand prize and uh, might actually be because I only have a, a general idea of what's possible. I do know it is crazy. I do know it's fun. I know it's going to be exciting. I've seen the mock-ups and it looks really, really cool. So you know, I appreciate the time, guys. This is uh, this has really been nice. I know, I mean, it's uh, 2.45 in the morning for me. I don't know what time it is there, but it is very late. And I know we've been trying to find a, a time that works for everyone. And, and I, I was delayed deep in a poker tournament uh, tonight. So I appreciate you guys being flexible and, and being able to move this back. But um, again, thank you so much. And if uh, please feel free to reach out, come visit in, in uh, Vegas or Miami, anywhere in the U.S. Give me a heads up when you guys come. And I hope uh, we'll be working together for, for a long time on this project. And I'm, I'm excited about it. And thank you yeah. so much for your guys' time, the both of you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much. Nice one. Yeah, really, really. And, and great finish on your on your uh, recent uh, poker tournament. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's nice to make the money. That's for sure. It was a it was a you know bigger buy in and uh, definitely a, a good tournament. So I appreciate it and uh, thank you guys for being understanding to push it back and uh, let's let's definitely do it again soon and uh, yeah. look for you out on all your socials and again, guys, you can give him a follow. Sky Wee here he is on YouTube. Here he is on Instagram. And he also has the Facebook page, Too Crazy. Keep an eye out. There'll be some news and, and launch on that. And then also you can get more info, uh, Yahoo News, as well as um, on the agency here. So, again, guys, thank you so much. Number 152, yes. the flow show is in the book. Sky, we, and uh, Billy as well. The almighty, they are here. They were here. We did it. We'll see you very soon. Enjoy uh, your day wherever you are watching the world. And we'll be back for another episode of the flow show very, very soon later in the week. Thank you so much. Awesome. Have a good rest, Jeff. Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. Good night to you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.